Welcome to the Christian Adoption Coaching Podcast, where couples come for the guidance and tools to build a family through adoption while receiving the continued support and education after finalization. All of this is anchored in the truth, beauty, and goodness of our faith. With the adoption coaches Stacy Sanger and Shannon Slattery as your host, you will learn how to gain the confidence, tools, and clarity you will need as you build your family through adoption and strengthen it through all the aspects of your lives because together we make a family. Hi, I'm Shannon with Christian Adoption Coaching. And I'm Stacy. And today we wanted to talk to you about the different types of adoption. The adoption that my family ended up um, choosing was foster to adopt. The foster to adopt um, worked for our family because we really didn't know if we could afford to go and do a private adoption. Um, We found out about three little boys that needed a mommy and a daddy, and Mark and I are softies. And so basically that was the main reason we went because we were planning on going international. Mm -hmm. And I remember I told you we couldn't afford private. Well, we couldn't afford international either. (laughs) So God just brought it and he brought the perfect babies to us. And what do you think made the foster system unique? I think the foster system was unique because, well, to be honest with you, while we were foster parents, they paid us. Like, I didn't think about that. Because we're foster parents. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that, that was shocking. We weren't, we, weren't, we weren't thinking of that either. But it happened. It was a, a positive. Um, one of now, the unknown. Yes, one of the unknowns that they, well, that people do foster care as a job too. So um, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And so we, we got paid for that as we were going through the adoption. Now, as we got closer to the adoption process and the end, because it took about a year to... We had them with us for about a year before all the paperwork and everything was done. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they stopped paying us when we became the pre-adoptive parents or whatever. But that was, I'll be honest with you, that was helpful. That kind of let us get on our feet and be ready to have five kids. Three more bodies in your house immediately. One of my friends told me, "Um, Shannon, do you realize you got 150% more kids? And I'm like, yes, because I didn't sleep last night. So when they brought the boys to you, or they brought the idea... Of the boys to you. Yes. Did they, how did you know that they were going to be your boys? I honestly, I mean, well, my heart, uh-huh. like literally when she said, um, too bad your house is too small. We have two-year-old twins and a three-year-old. I literally was crushed. Um, when I had talked about going, <laughs> when I talked about going international, they had told me, just go look at the website and just pick out a kid. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, but you can do that today no. in the foster care system. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can do it, but <laughs> like literally freaked me out. That's just me. Oh, if yeah. you did it, not judging you, not judging you, praise weird. God <laughs> that you could do it. But it literally like freaked me out. And I was like, um, uh, how do you, I mean, I didn't pick Ashley, my firstborn, and I didn't pick Jeremiah, my secondborn. And then I feel like God just told us that these next three, mm-hmm. and Mark and I were in our were like united. Um, we hadn't been connected, and we hadn't been on the same page. And when he's like, "Go see if we can buy a new phone, a uh, new phone, <laughs> <laughs> a new home, <laughs> a new phone, <laughs> a new home," um, then 
I feel like we were on the same page and, and if it worked out, then it was God's timing and it would be God's will. And if not, then, and that's what we were praying the whole time. God, bring us our babies, bring us. And so it was really, um, it was really exciting to see how it is. Now, everybody thought we were completely and utterly insane for A, taking three three boys at one time and B, buying a house before we met them. Mm -hmm. Um, But C, trusting God. Mm -hmm. And um, God God, factor. Big God factor um, is a huge thing. God doesn't ever ask me to do little things. Mm -hmm. They're usually crazy, crazy things. I know a lot of parents are scared to do foster to adopt because they're afraid that they're going to get cut off. You know, like it's not going to work out. How'd that work out for you? Well, um, I was scared of that too. I'm not going to lie. My kids had a court date scheduled for um, a month after we got them. So we got them in October 13 years ago. And um, wow. I know. That's not. crazy. Uh, <laughs> I know. I feel old. Okay. So we got them um, 13 years ago this month. And then their the mom's rights were severed in in November. And we already had the court date scheduled. So I, Mark and I had basically said, we want a child, or, or, or well, a child, because that's what we were looking for. Um, my little redheaded girl named Annie, you know, Sorry. like little orphan Annie. Um, no, I, I really thought that um, we would get one, one little girl and, um, man, God had something big and better planned for us. And Absolutely. how long did it take for them to sever the father's rights? I think they were severed after the new year, but again, he had been deported. Um, he had been here illegally, so he'd been ba- deported back to Honduras. And um, so that was sev- that those rights were severed. Uh, probably in January. And so I figured, yes, I was utterly in love with the boys from the first moment I saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I figured a few months, if God chose to take them, then there was a reason why they were with us for a few months. And oh, so yeah. I had to look at it that way. I also had been an educator for 15 years. And so I have, I always called my students, my babies. So my husband would always say, are you talking about your babies or our babies? Um, and so because of that, I, I kind of had a, an idea of falling in love with, uh, with kids and then letting them go. I wasn't really good at it because I'm a little possessive of my babies. But that's kind of how God worked all that out. Oh, yeah. Um, another type of adoption is international adoption. And neither one of us have... Um, experience in that um, firsthand, but I think at least I haven't asked you this, but me at least I know at least one or two people that Absolutely. have gone through the experience and done some research, um, uh, some research about it, and um, it is definitely something that we can help lead you through. Absolutely, and help you um, get through. Um, the varying different factors. I mean, some of the international adoptions you can, um, you have to actually physically go twice. Some of them, you, um, they bring the child to you. Some some yeah. international adoptions, you have to go once. 
some international adoptions, you you meet your child in or over the internet, but then you can't adopt them for months and months yeah. and months. Every every country is different and has their unique rules and and uh, rules. Can you tell them the teacher laws? <laughs> those would be called laws. Um, and so those those are areas that we will um, help you through and educate you um, and learn with you. Absolutely, and. And we'll listen to you and listen to you so share your heart and then help you see what you might be missing as far as if that is what you're being called to do. Absolutely. And then tell us about your adoption. My adoptions were private. Um, they were, but yet they were all unique. Um, the first three adoptions that we had were all infant adoptions. And so they were all ones where the child was um, born and then um, actually... All three of our birth moms, whom uh, we desperately love, um, placed our children in our hands. And um, it was like a Hallmark moment kind of thing. But it was when a woman puts a child in your hand and says, please take care of them. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different experience. I can't even imagine. <laughs> oh. um, and then we have... Um, another, our son, who's 21, his um, biological father passed away from cancer and his mom wasn't in the picture, wasn't able to be in the picture. And so um, his dad was, before he died, was looking for a family for his son. Um, unfortunately, he died before we got to meet him. Mm-hmm. But we had a friend, um, a dear friend, that's an Episcopalian priest and a lawyer. I know, weird. Um and um, he's like, I need you to meet this child, and, or to my husband. And we had just adopted Caleb, our, um, well, now he's 18 years old. Yeah, our third adoption. And my husband came home and said, this is what Mark says. And I said, well, Mark doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> because <laughs> our son is only five months old. I can't do another kid. And he's like, he's three. And I'm like. Still can't do another. I mean, I already have a five-year-old, no, a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a newborn. And you want to throw, no, it must have been a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a newborn. And you want to throw another three-year-old into the mix. No. Nice try. Nice try. I said, if he was a, you know, the one of the hardest thing at three is potty training. You know, if he was past the potty training thing, I would definitely consider it. Comes home the next day. Guess what? He's potty trained, <laughs> but they've turned down two families, so we're just going to go meet them, and they've already turned down two families, and look at our load. You know, God will probably say, no, 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 so it'll be fine. Um, about a month and a half later, Chance came to live with us. <laughs> Can you imagine life without Chance, though? Absolutely Oh, my not. goodness. Oh, <laughs> and, I love that kid. Yeah. Love that kid, and and um, his extended family has been absolutely wonderful to get to know. Um, some of it's been longer than we wished to get to know him, but it has been it's been a good experience for us. And, and I I think he would concur that it was a good decision. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, he's yes, one yes, of yes. Um, he's very proud of his situation, and it's kind of cool to listen to him say it. Yes, so, he is. He is very, very proud of of um, where he comes from, definitely. 
Our last young lady, which we, I honestly, I think we both would agree, my husband and I, that we thought we were done. <laughs> and once again, we got a different message. And so um, about eight months old, Audrey came to live with us. And it was pretty much just a, once again, through Mark somewhat, the Episcopalian lawyer. Um, <laughs> I love that. He, uh, he um, kind of walked us through it and encouraged us through it. We became guardians. And then um, we adopted her after four years um, because we didn't have like social work or anything to walk through it. And we kind of was working with her parent or with her mom mostly through the whole thing. And um, it was finally decided that, you know, she calls this home, so it's time to make it final. So after about four and a half years, we finalized that. That is incredible. Um, knowing her five children, uh, I love hearing their stories because, like we said, everyone's is different. And uh, we are constantly telling our kids their stories because I think we think it's important for them to know where they came from. But that, um, that, how much we love them and how they are our heart and our life, um, all of our children, not just our adopted ones. Oh. They're all. And how and, huge of a role that the Lord played in it. I oh, mean, yes. how we let him lead us to them. And so this is where they belong. Oh, yeah. They're, my, they're ours. And just for the record, I'm going to throw in a little side note. I still don't have biological and adoptive children. I ha I actually call them bigs and littles because there's like eight years between them. And just for the record, they're all taller than me. Absolutely. So um, they call them littles um, when <laughs> they're not. No. They're not little at all. But that's okay. They'll I always be my. They'll always be my babies. <laughs> um, but because people ask me. So, which ones are your real children? Mm -hmm. And I just want you to know, don't ask that. Don't. They're all mine. Yeah. Or and if you can't tell by the skin color which ones are adopted and which ones are, you don't need to know. No. If you're not that smart. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 there, uh, I have five babies. Mm -hmm. Stacy has five babies. That's right. And, um, and all of them, well, with the exceptions of your biologicals, all of them have two real moms and two real dads. Exactly. So don't ask people, what about their real mom? Because that hurts both moms' hearts yes. because we want to be seen as a unit. Or, in your case, I mean, I, I think she would want the same thing. Yeah, we call her bio mom. We call her by her first name. We um, There have been times when they say they're a real mom. And um, it's okay for but, them to say that. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> they can say that. Um, it's not necessarily something that we, we want everybody else saying because in our eyes, we are their real mom. Mm -hmm. And so is their birth mom. Right. Um, God has given us the ability to accept this and love this and, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, on a side note, um, my kids don't necessarily have all of their biologicals or their um, adoptive parents mm -hmm. in their lives anymore. Um, they're down to me. When Ricky told me the other day, Ricky's my oldest of the littles, 16-year-old. And he said, 
mom. I had four parents and now I have one. Um, he said, I lost my adoptive mom. I lost my, I mean, not my adoptive mom. Woo! I lost mom? my birth mom. I lost my birth dad and I lost my dad. Um, my husband passed away in, in June uh, from colon cancer. And mm -hmm. so uh, we had kind of started Christian Adoption Coaching and my amazing partner here, um, she um, has had to help me through this this <laughs> season and we're, we're getting through it and we're doing good, um, but it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And so we're, we're learning how to, I'm learning how to be a single mom to three teenage boys. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> um, but uh, just wanted you guys to know, um, sometimes I'm going to talk about Mark like he's here and sometimes I'm going to talk about Mark while he's gone. Um, he will always be my heart. Um, but he's with Jesus now. And so, and we're so glad that we have this positive thing outlet you guys to communicate with and, and to share our story with, because it really has been, um, I don't know, an uplifting. Yes. Mark was Healing. so on board with this. He was like, I'm so proud of you girls. So proud of you. <laughs> so it's mm. been, it's been a good thing. Yeah, it really has been. So on that note, three tops of adoption. That right. was our topic, believe it or not, <laughs> despite much. our squirrel. <laughs> I squirrel a lot just for the record. We both did this time. International, mm -hmm. foster care to adopt, and private adoption. Yes, those are our three. We are extremely glad that you were here today. Check us out on all social medias, Christian Adoption Coaching. Check us um, out on our website, Christian Adoption Dash Coaching. And we would love to hear from you. We'd love to help you. If you're not interested in adoption, Please. you can still listen to these. Mm -hmm. You can still learn from us. You can still laugh at us. And you can stare, still tell people if you hear that we're wanting to adopt about us. Yep. Um, be sure to like and subscribe. Have a blessed day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, -bye. Thank you for listening to the Christian Adoption Coaching Podcast. Come join us at Christian Adoption Coaching Community at www.christianadoption-coaching.com. That's christianadoption-coaching.com. And visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Have a blessed day.